0: Grand Rising, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this podcast, I like to say welcome, this is Thoughts of a Black Girl, I don't know why I did all that, (laughs) so anyway, um, something has been on my mind to discuss with you all, like, these are thoughts, I'm gonna have to say what I need to say, um, um, so as y'all know, Thoughts of a Black Girl is hosting the first annual Youth Explosion uh, talent show. I'm so excited; good things are coming together as uh, purposeful that as they are supposed to, and um, getting um, community on board, and um and, and people are so just thrilled, um, especially um, other. Uh, small businesses and things are just thrilled to just be a part and do things within the community for the community and especially for the youth. And so I feel so, um, blessed and, and, and fortunate to be able to, um, come and present, uh, things and and connect with people. And I realized just how small the town is when, you know, you go one place and you hear a name and then you go to another place and you hear the same name and then you go to another place and you hear the same name. Like, okay, where well, you know, like, and and then that name you hear, happens to be someone you've reached out to already or you've talked to or are already on board so it's kind of like yes I'm going in the right path this is this is what's supposed to happen and this is how it's supposed to come to pass and um I'm really excited about that and and because it's not about me right it's about the cause it's about it's about the youth it's about our future it's about building wealth breaking cy- uh, cycles breaking mindsets you know g- building wealth um, understanding how to operate a business, how to, how to, um, build wealth and create wealth and a future for, for, uh, a legacy to leave behind. Um, well, the funny thing is I had an epiphany or maybe not an epiphany, but a realization. Well, anyhow, I had something and, uh, I realize that, I mean, and I think I believe I talked about this in previous segments and episodes. It's like, we put way, way too much emphasis on our education system. Like, we put way too much emphasis on um, the grading structure. Like... To the point where so the other day my son he's getting uh decent grades, you know uh, we started him over in a new high school, and he's doing a lot better with the with the new start and uh I'm so excited about it and so but he he also doesn't like going to school, so now we had put um even though he he shares time between me and his father, half time, half the week he's with me, half the week he's with his father. However, we had previously put so much emphasis on his grades, and he always was like, why does this matter? And never really felt that, you know, it was useful. This is a 14-year-old boy who doesn't feel like, you know, school is useful or at ed- grades, or why does it matter, Right. Well, so now he's getting decent grades, but he's, his, um, attendance is lacking. So I'm like, you, you have to, you cannot keep not going to first period. You cannot be late every day. You can't like, so I'm like constantly on him about his attendance. Now his grades are good. Now I'm constantly on him about his attendance. And his response was, why does my attendance matter? My grades are good. So he's trying to understand. He and I believe from his perspective it's just like compartmentalizing each thing that we're focused on. I want I wanted him I kind of wanted my vision or my th- thing was like excel in every area of your life, not just you know get getting this one part together because your parents scold you, but understanding that everything is encompassed so I'm like I know that you think that school doesn't matter I know that you're like getting the decent grades and thinking your attendance shouldn't matter but I'm like letting him know it's the social experience. It is the um, learning how to be socially responsible as well. And on top of it, they're, they look at a roster. They see your name there. The, the, the teachers are getting paid, right, to be there. You're on the list of students that should be present. Your seat is empty when you're not there, okay? You're, you're marked not there when you're not there and I like you need to be present it's it's your responsibility you know um and when I get on him when when I, and it gives me a realization when I get on him about school when I get on him about uh grades and attendance and all these different things I start to think what does not matter you know, like, really, what does it matter? And I try to, um, you know, figure it all out, right? F- figure out why why I might feel a type of way about certain things, and sometimes even to the point where. I'm like, okay, you know, I want do I really want my daughters, for instance, you know, they may be going to private school. This, you know, real, you know, nice, you know and I wanna say prestigious, but it it is up there, you know, private school. It um do I really want them to go to this private school that their dad wants them in, right? If they go to this private school they'll they'll not be with their mom they'll only be with me on the weekends or school breaks. Do I want to do that when I know that they don't want to do that, right? I know the girls don't want to leave. I know they don't want to uh be away from their mom. They you know they they're daddy girls, but they're they really love their mom, right? They love me. They love him too, but we don't live in the same place, right? and so um like do they they can stay at the schools they're at it's not the best educational system right but they'll be able to continue to cultivate their relationship with their their mom and I mean like they're supposed to but really they'll get to know their fam family members and 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 you know basically know where their their roots lie because this is where family's from it's where we've been and the other day my six-year-old had said something and it really stuck out to me and I said do you want to do this um I think it was like um what i asked her what matters right something like that you know from a babe's mouth right i wanted to hear her perspective even if she's six and i said does this matter or this matter and i think it was like between work or family or school and family and she said i just want to sit with you family matters are we matter more so then I started thinking, right? Here goes, you know, thoughts of a black girl, right? And I started thinking like, that is what matters. If you're the relationships you build, your family, and things that you cultivate, and and their interactions with those who matter in your life those that are who not even matter in your life those who are brought into your life right if that's really what matters and takes precedence over money over over school over everything then why aren't we putting more emphasis on it why are why are so many of our emphasis on getting this education and then weighing a person's value based on their value based on the grades and things that they get based on how they behave in their school in school which gets them the recognition or not of how they're going to be socially accepted by parents by family by in life right by the society and then on top of that once they're released from this education system they're putting to the social system if well if they're not already in the social I mean they're already in the social system cuz they've been trained up in school and then once you leave the social system and then you're ready for your your job right the job that is going to be more some somewhat like a school setup where you're going in at a per- particular time trying to do your best, trying to, you know, ace the job, right? Because you were trained to do so. And it keeps the society going in a circle, a cycle of, of you know, learn, work, die, repeat. <laughs> like, and uh, so I'm like, okay, she, my son and my daughter, even though seven years apart, really probably more than that, uh, let's see, six and 14. Yeah, so like eight years apart. And, um, what you know what's going on like how what what's really going on in today's society and then with the the coronavirus that has the pandemic that swept the nations right then it's kind of like and you see the massive amount of deaths and and school shutdowns and up then you realize like Yes, that's exactly what we were supposed to be doing. That's exactly sometimes why tr- catastrophes and things like that of such a mass nature happen. Because focuses have been lost for, because of what we were supposed to be doing, we weren't doing. And if it's focusing on family and coming together and loving one another and appreciating each other while we're here, that pandemic should have taught that right because not only was it taking people out right not only did it seem like it was a type of population control you realize that life is valuable time is limited and what good would it be if I'm sending you know if let's say you know my, my time on earth was only meant to be 45 years, right? 35 years, 10 years even, right? You know, you never know how short lived a life is, right? Or how impactful it could be in that short time. And, uh, so in whatever time that you're given, right? Let's say, but we, none of us know, right? We never know. And so we have this time frame that we're here. And in that time frame, if who I've impacted or whatever I was supposed to be doing in that time, all I was supposed, all I did was incorporate the social society uh, patterns, right? So I'm going to school. That's most of my day, right? Enough time to come home. That's, That's like programming all day, right? Training all day to be socially accepted and then come home eat clean up sleep and repeat right from most of every day of my life until I'm considered adult by society standards right and then I get this job because by society standards I have to pay these bills that society has placed on me in order to operate in order to like it's just this a uh, systematic approach of society continuing on, right? So you got to follow the cycle steps. And so I get this job or I go to school, c- continue school so that I can specify and it all costs money, right? It, everything I'm doing, even even the education system, it's costing money. They're making it cost money so that you can be forced to work, so you can be forced to pay for what they're making cost money. When would it really everything could be free? Really you could really just do what you want to do. Really, you don't have to live by the society standards. Really if if they didn't push so much on the media to have this particular lifestyle that everybody forces themselves to want to have because they feel like that's the better part of life. And so striving for the better part of life is the idea. Maybe it's the ordeal. Maybe it's not the idea, right? Maybe the kids do have the right, the better perspective on this, right? Maybe focusing on the relationships in our lives, focusing on loving one another, in the time that we're given here on Earth. Sorry, y'all. Every time I get to talking and I've been emotional or anything, (laughs) I have to clear my throat. So anyway, what if they have the right idea and we've been having the wrong idea all along? Right? Because... If I if I lived like a nomad, right? Got my power and energy from the sun. Got my water from the stream, right? Took a shower or cleaned myself with lavender flowers, right? Because that would make me smell good. A lavender bath in a in a river <laughs> or a waterfall. Other th- other than closed because, you know, <laughs> I don't know what happened walking around naked, but I know it's not so- <laughs> socially acceptable. <laughs> not here anyway. Uh and uh How much more freedom would I have? If all I need to do is learn how to read and write and add and subtract, possibly multiply, divide, maybe, then what is it all here for? What is any of this here for? Think about that. really what are we doing it for the world is going to continue to turn the sun is going to continue to go up and down the sky is going to continue to you know everything is going to continue what fades away people and so what do you want to spend your limited time on Earth doing, truly? Who who are you going to impact, and how are you making the ones that are under that come after you feel like? as a parent as as someone who is an advocate for education advocate for learning right i'm a lifelong learner i love to learn i love to understand i love to to research and find out to have thought provoking conversations right that's what i like i like to learn i like to understand i i want to grow mentally so but If I want that for myself and us parents, us uh, leaders or people who, who know someone or have children underneath us or youth underneath us or whatever, we, we get it bad sometimes pushing our own agendas. It's like almost a human nature to push your own agenda. But where do you get that agenda? Or where do you get off feeling like you can push your own agenda onto someone? And then, because there's so, there's an elite force that runs the world, they get to push their whole entire agenda on all of us. Okay? Like, push the agenda. And we just follow suit and i and i love this new generation of kids they question everything they 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 don't want to just follow suit they don't and every every generation prior to this generation has always been called a rebellious generation but the funny thing is every generation after each generation Get more rebellious, get more rebellious, get more rebellious. (laughs) And uh, I'm understanding, like I'm understanding the kids. I'm understanding. They're like, what's the point in this? And they're realizing it even more so because of the pandemic, because of coronavirus. They're losing, they've lost loved ones. They've gotten these significant changes where they're having to learn on school at, at home or when school shut down altogether, right? But we are an adjustable, adaptable, and resilient nation, right? And we'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to continue with these social norms. We'll fi- figure out how to continue the agenda. We'll figure it out. But. W- A lot of the high school kids, though, they're like, I already know how to read. I know how to write. And a lot of the younger kids, like the kindergarten, like in first grade, they're like, Mom, I mean, parents, you got got to teach. You got to teach. And parents are upset. You know, they're like, I'm not a teacher. But no, you are. You, You had this child. You were, you were, you can teach them what you know. And I and I feel sorry for you parents that don't feel like y'all know much when it comes to teaching. Teach the standards, reading, writing. Have the patience. Yeah, and it's very difficult. Don't get me wrong. It's difficult to do if you're working and uh, trying to be socially accepted so that you can pay your bills, right? So why not, right? Why not take advantage of, of this time? Right? So stay home. Draw unemployment. Create yourself some self-employment em- self, um, income, right? So you can be home with your children and teach them. Mold them. The things that really matter. How to cook. How to clean. How to be patient with yourself how to understand emotions, how to find your purpose, how to meditate. I started meditating with my girls, and I've done it a few times. Like I can count on one hand, because it's not often. I try to I meditate on a residual basis, but I want to um, do that more to where they get used to it and as a part of their daily life. And so that they can learn how to center themselves, center their emotions, center center their life, right? And it, I believe it it is helping. You know, the first time my daughter, my uh, she was probably five. The first time we I allowed her to meditate with me, and during the meditation she ran off. So I have, I, I continued to meditate. It was a guided meditation. And when I finished meditating, I asked her, Why you run? She said, When I started to meditate, I felt these like tears coming over me and I wanted to cry. What I know she was trying to say. She didn't have the, the intelligent intellect to be able to tell me I felt this emotional pull to release and I wanted to release and I didn't know how, so I ran. How many times do we do that really? I I had that I've had those experiences even to this day where I don't know how to deal with an emotion or I don't know how to deal with a feeling and I wanna jet. I wanna run away from it. I don't know what to do with this. Either I receive it, release it, cry. It's too much. I wanna run. <laughs> Let me get away. And that's the first instinct something we don't know, something we don't understand, something we might never, never felt. We run away from it in fear of not knowing what's happening to us or what's going to happen or, you know, or not wanting to face something. So, like, it's almost tax time, so I hope that everyone has done their taxes. Or is getting their taxes done I am definitely working on mine it's like the top of my priority list but I feel like I have a week right or well not now I don't really have a week now I have like a few days four or five days but that's still like a decent amount of time and each day I've spent out you know a few hours calculating and writing numbers down and getting things ready because at the end when I, everything's written down on paper I'm going to then put it all on the computer and then I'm going to print it all out and then send it off, right? And so my advice to you, for you business owners, entrepreneurs, self-employed, uh, 1099 employees, uh, W9 employees, uh, whatever, whatever you you are, right? If you are having to calculate expenses as someone that should know this, but did not think it thoroughly. I advise you to do it throughout the year as you, as you um, like, okay, right now we're in May. We're almost halfway through the year. If you have not done this already and you're self-employed or you're a business owner or you have multiple businesses or you own whatever, right? And you have to calculate for your taxes or your income in different ways. Do not hold on to everything and wait till the end of the year like I have done or end of the tax season. Um it makes everything a lot harder than it needs to be. It can overwhelm you and it can make you want to. Um, now, however, you can do this. You can hold on to things. This is if you want to do things on your own. I could take all my paperwork Everything that I want to record, everything that I want to say, do, and and have listed in my tax report, and everything, my expenses and revenue and all of that, right? I can have all of that just in a, in a bag or book or whatever, and drop it off to an accountant or drop it off to a CPA or well, that's an accountant anyway, or a tax advisor or tax person or whatever. Pay a few, quite a few hundred dollars, at least. Four to six plus hundred dollars to get this stuff done, or I can do what I'm doing now, and each day take a few hours, write down some numbers, calculate, um, sort the expeditures by whatever categories they need to go into, right? And even though it's time consuming, frustrating, sometimes overwhelming getting it done, but it's not costing me any money, it's costing me time. So how you right? And what I recommend if you're doing your own taxes, that you truly do it throughout the year. Do not wait, do not wait. It makes it very much so harder on you. Definitely take advantage of quickbooks and and uh, Excel ledgers and sheets charts formats okay that's why these things are created so that it you can um formulate your books and have things all ready to go so by the end of a tax season end of a fiscal year whatever type of entity you're running right is all together for you everything is already organized pre-calculated and and done for you so right now because we're to to me and still half almost at the halfway point of the year but I'm I'm so working on taxes and working on expenditures and expenses and and sorting and all that from the previous year right and having to take an account and separate previous year from this year and I I finally got this year and previous year separated 2020 and 2022 uh, one separated right when it comes to expenses and receipts and all that and I have the 2020 all categorized and the amounts calculated and I stopped at you know certain things because you know it was time for me to do other things like um wash clothes fold clothes go to the grocery store um pick up kids from school like you know your your life goes on right and so it's like time for me to do domestic duties and I gotta cook dinner and I want you know I want to vacuum and straighten up some things take a shower you know I gotta take care of myself brush my teeth you know get ready for the for bed you know even you know and so I still have to function so yeah, I go into my computer, um, computer room, and and I try to avoid it once I'm, you know, on the path of doing domestic duties and all these other things because um, it's everything's scattered. I mean, it's organized, but it's an organized mess. And when I look at it, I I can get overwhelmed. Like oh, there's so there I got stuff to do right there. Not to mention. Programs and things I want to execute for for the business, the current business, the business runs, the business that I'm running, right. The the things that I want to do as as the as the business owner, I have to still operate the business, the taxes and and paperwork and administration work. That's a whole nother job. That's a whole nother entity. That's a whole nother thing, right. But again, when you're running a business, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're, you have to take into account, all the processes that it's going to take for your business to operate successfully, all the the steps that it's going to take for you to be legitimately legal in this entity, and and the I's that need to be dotted and the T's that need to be crossed, right? On top of continuing to allow your business to operate. And then you have to weigh out your peace of mind, right? To the cost, to the convenience even. Do I want to pay somebody to do this or do I just want to do it myself? Do I have time to do it myself as a as a parent? As, as someone who has to, to also run a household? Do I really have the time to make it work? Well, I got to, right? Because otherwise, I would be spending in this socially economic cycle of, you know, what's acceptable in, in this world. I would be spending, what, six to eight hours somewhere else doing work for someone else. The difference is they're going to pay me at the end of whatever time after I done this work, they're, I'm going to get paid for it. Well, how about I invest that all in myself? How about I see the value in what I have created, right? And I put it all in myself. So that's, but there's easier ways of doing things. So the process is working smarter, not harder. Process is trying to find ways to make things work in a better, more efficient way for you and your lifestyle. So for me, I know going forth, even for this 2021 year, I need to get on organizing and already sorting out and adding and and dating. That's how you keep the books, right? Constant throughout the year. So by the time tax time comes, it's just a plug in. It's not sorting. It's not trying to uh, figure out where I spent what at and did what at. Because the way if you do it like that, for instance, um, the way I've done it, I've had to recalculate some expenses probably about three times to ensure the number is correct and the amount is right because I'll uh, have a number and then I'll find something else or a couple other things that was supposed to go in with that expense that I missed and I have to recalculate. So it's, it's not, again, like I've said over the several last segments, it's not for the faint or weak at heart at all. But if you have a thriving business and, and you do have the um, resources to outsource, do so. Why not? Right? It allows you to make sure that you can function and go about your, your life and, and daily duties and do what you're, what you, the specifics that you want to do and not be the one that holds all the hats, So um, I hope that that gives you some type of insight on you know, making life a little easier. There are programs out there. There's probably even free programs out there that can kind of help you keep books and book uh, bookkeeping and all that. And now I've truly, truly, because I usually like doing things my own way. And sometimes my own way has been the most difficult way when there's a lot easier way. That's why I can't emphasize enough, smarter, not harder, right? And smarter would be into go ahead and say you know what that's why there's bookkeeping that's why there's accounting that's why there's books and ledgers so that you can keep a daily record of what's going in and out so at the end of the year or at the end of the fiscal year the end of the tax season right you can just plug in and it's a lot smoother because if you wait and you wait and you have to do a 12 month or a whole years worth of bookkeeping you might you could easily make a mistake you might have to overwork you you, you make things a lot harder than they they have to be so, you know, just think about that. If you ha- are starting a business or how important and if you want to, you know, go forth and do your own administration. I, I am literally doing my own administration because I have a master's degree in administration and business. So I will do my own paperwork. I I could be doing this paperwork for another and getting paid to do it. So why not do my own? But thinking I'm so good that I can just wait and put it off and put it off and put it off. And then and when you do that, that procrastination and waiting and putting off because you got so many other things to do and you know you can do this particular task because you know you you've done it and you're educated in it and you can do it, right? I know I can do it. But I put it off and put it off, put it off, and then it's crunch time, five days to to the text and and that's off of an extension, okay, so you know I'm telling you as an educated person, dual degrees like there's easier ways you you might think you know the best way or you might think you know how to do something, but putting it off doesn't help anybody. Believe me, procrastination doesn't help anyone on any level. And so, um, I hope that that's helped you in some way. If you're procrastinating or putting something off on on because of the the amount of work it takes or whatever, don't do it. <laughs> just just because it's easier to just do it little by little. Up until you know setting your goal dates, I've literally had my goal dates on the cat um, on my calendar in my face for a couple of for a few months now, and so what I just recently did for this month of May is wrote tax due taxes due big bright orange on the seventeenth, so I. And I'm looking at each day and making sure that each day this week that I'm putting some effort towards that so that I can make it to that deadline, right? As long as it's time stepped on, stamped on that day, I'm good. So I'm good. I know I'll be done. I know that, you know, my kids uh, and then I have a very good system with in co-parenting. So you know thankfully my kids are going to be you know with their dad the latter part of the week so that'll be my crunch crunch time because now they're they're not going to be I'm not going to be pulled in directions to pick up drop off I'm not going to really be so set on making sure dinners made I'm not going to be you know so set on making sure clothes are done and washed because there there won't be really any clothes to do or wash with just me So it's like trying to make the best out of the situations that you're given, trying to make the best out of, you know, the lifestyle you want to have and lead. But then also keep in mind how systematic this all is and what really, really matters. Because at the end of the day, yeah, I'm doing the taxes. I'm doing it. I'm doing the things to be socially accepted. But honestly, deep down, deep down only thing that matters is the relationships i have with people deep down the only thing that matters is the impact i have on the pers- people that are in and out of my life loved ones and people who who um, need me i e this podcast right people, like y'all matter to me my children matter to me my my relationships the people i impact it matters. So that's why I come forth, you know, the end and you know, the event that I'm throwing even. That matters to me. I my satisfaction is knowing that I've brought together something that's going to help and bring a change in the mind or life or or day for someone else. That's ma that's what matters to me. And uh the legacy I leave behind. So, what legacy are you trying to leave behind? What are you trying to do? Are you caught up in the social, economic? ups and downs are you caught up in the cycles are you pushing if you're a kid are you pushing yourself because you just want to make sure you prove yourself for these grades and stuff if you're an adult are you pushing someone based on this social economic are you pushing them to just be better out of love right um, um, be better within healing knowing themselves you know think about those things um What I can say as far as any financial advice, continue to uh, save. Uh, I have to say capitalize, capitalize, take, you know, wherever there's an opportunity for you to capitalize without hurting another person, do so. That's my advice. Capitalize, save, invest, Repeat. Capitalize, save, invest. Repeat. That way you will have safeguarded yourself for whatever comes in this future. We never know what to expect in this world. And, you know, eventually, maybe the dollar won't be worth a cent soon. But for now, capitalize save, invest, repeat. And um that's really all I have for y'all. And stay tuned. Got some books coming out. I can't wait to uh start promoting that on my podcast. I have uh the youth event as it gets closer and closer, I'll start mentioning more about it and I may even go live on that day. It's a Saturday, July 10th, just to, you know, just to be like, you know, let everyone know. And what I will do, matter of fact, I probably will do this, may go uh, live on YouTube, Thoughts of a Black Girl. So if you are on YouTube, please subscribe. Please keep on the lookout for Thoughts of a Black Girl on YouTube. There's Thoughts of a Black Girl Instagram, um, Facebook, so there's a lot of major, uh, all the social media platforms. If you're interested in reaching out and seeing how you can get involved, please, uh, do so at T O A B G I N C at gmail.com. If you're interested in, um, what events and what is going on or scheduling a visionary or business consultation, you can go to www.com thoughts of a black girl.com and, uh, schedule a consultation, uh, which there's a business and I believe a personal visionary consultation on there. And, uh, you can schedule at any time or whatever time is allotted <laughs> for you to schedule and, you know, and see what we're doing within the community and the upcoming events. And that's, that's about all that, And I thank you all for staying consistent, listening, and until next time, God bless you. Peace be with you.